Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. I want to welcome you tonight, and I thank you for listening in. Um, tonight's topic is already chosen. That sometimes we're uh, looking for something, but yet we're already chosen, already chosen to do it. That um, goal, that task, that uh, business, that idea, you've been chosen for it. And a lot of times we have to know when to shift, but we, whatever we do, we don't want to give up. Once again, uh, you can always email us at nevergiveupnow777 at gmail.com. I know it seems like a long email, but it's nevergiveupnow777 at gmail.com. So we look forward to um, getting feedback from our audience and we want to just uh, get started. There's a song by Maverick uh, City called Gyra. And a portion of the song, it says, I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved more than I could imagine. And that is enough. And I found, you know, wow, I, I had this topic already chosen. And then I, I that, that the words of that song resonated with me. And I'm like, wow, that really is enough. The fact that we have been, we are loved by God. We have been chosen and take that personal. You have been chosen by God. And he scanned the earth and he chose you. He found you. And whatever that gift, that talent, that idea, that business, whatever it is, you were chosen to do it. So we might have to shift. It may not, it may not be in this season. Maybe this is a preparation season. So knowing what season you're in is key. But whatever, whatever it is, whatever the difficulty is, we don't give up. We find new perspective. We find people who are doing what we're doing and we ask questions. Uh, we get more information, we research, but whatever it is, we don't give up. There's some things that I thought of probably some 15 years ago that I'm now really unfolding for me. Now, um, you know, there's one aspect that would have been like, wow, get, you, you know, some things are for an appointed time, for a season. Um, some things are building your character, uh, building your faith, some delays. But uh, there was a there was a phrase that used to be uh, spoken, delayed, but not denied, that sometimes things can be delayed, but it doesn't mean it's no, doesn't mean that it's been denied. So I want to start uh, with Romans 830 today, and we're just going to just break some some things down. And it says, moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. You know, and so when you when you look at, you know, you look at all those those key words, um, you know, we, we find that wow, overall, God definitely has everything in control, and he definitely has um you know, determined things, you know, so <clears throat> he has 
truly blessed us. Um, and sometimes we don't know it. We don't see it. We don't feel it. We don't realize it. But he is moving, you know, um, just like air. We don't see it. But yet the fact that we're alive and that we're breathing indicates everything is working great, right? Um, I want to look at John 15, 16, that you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And I want to take that scripture and kind of wrap it around in a business mindset and model um, when it comes from uh, in terms of not giving up and the things that he has called us to do. Uh, you have a unique calling and he reiterates, I have chosen you. The scripture in Romans says, I did predestinate you. We have been predestined. You know, we have been already determined before, right? Before the foundations of the world, God had us on his mind, right? Um, so in advance, he ordained us. And confirmation in Joshua 15, 16, he has chosen you to do the task, to be the person, to be the light, to be the ambassador and your family in your community, on your job, in your home. And you may say, wow, that's a lot of pressure to carry. But guess what? We don't carry it alone. We, we have his help, his support. You know, we, we look to the hills for which cometh our help because our help comes from the Lord. And I think when we feel like we are being pressured, maybe, just maybe, we're doing it in our own strength and ability and not relying on the spirit, the supernatural aspect, the Holy Spirit. So we do have a flesh side of us, but we also have a spirit side of us. And so we're used to walking. We were born, you know, walking in our flesh. We have, we have uh, modeled and observed others walking in their flesh from infancy. I, I think of my granddaughter, three months, Melody, and she is just watching and looking around, you know, things are being shaped and formed before her eyes right now. And she's taking it all in, you know? And so God knows what Melody's destiny. I don't know it, you know, but I know that if she sticks with God, I know that if she, her parents continue to, you know, guide her, in a way, and believing, you know, uh, who she is and knowing early who she is and what she's been called to do, it's a great task that we get to do with God's assistance, right? With his arms, his legs, his mouth, and we can take on his mind. We know his nature and his ways when we read the word of God and we begin to just walk it out. I don't always know all you know all the answers or know what the direction or what I, what's going to happen at four o'clock today I can kind of plan I can write some things in my planner at four o'clock I'd like to do this I don't know what encounters are waiting for me 
or what person or even danger. I don't know. At four o'clock, don't know. I would like to believe and I do believe that God knows and that he's going to lead me, right? He's going to protect me from the dangers that come. He's going to guide me, right? The steps of a good man, woman are ordered by the Lord. So he's like, look, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all thy ways, acknowledge me, God says, and I will direct thy path. So your path and your steps are ordered by God. They have been predestined. You have been chosen for such a time as this. You know, I wonder sometimes because I love oldie music. I love the 50s, you know. And I'm wondering like, wow, I really wish I was born in the 50s. Boy, I love the music, you know. And um, but I wasn't. <laughs> I was born in the 60s. And I was born in um, that I would be at this place in my life, this age in my life, with this knowledge and experience in my life right now at such a time as this. And I pray that it's able to help the next generation. I pray that I would have enough encounters with people and young people. You know, that's my heart and my goal to be able to pass the baton to the younger generation, that they will know how to stand, how to walk by faith, how to trust and believe in God. And that's not easy. Those are not easy tasks to trust God. You know, when I want to trust my knowledge, my degrees, my my ability. But wow, God, what are you saying in this hour and pray and ask God to guide me and lead me and include him in my day and in my experience and in my life and in my future? Because he knocked on the door of my heart and I opened it and said, yes, come in, come sup with me. You know, do I do do we always keep that vow? No. But does the Holy Spirit refresh it? Yes. He's our referee. He helps to refresh us. He helps to, to guide us and to keep us, you know, um, you know, focused. He helps us when we fall to get up again. And so we have to know that we are already chosen for this task. And because we've been chosen, he said, I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. So our whole experience in your job, in your business is to bring forth fruit, right? Whether it's a restaurant, whether you're, you're a social worker, you're bringing the fruit, you're bringing the, the joy, the life, the energy, the peace. You do things differently. People are in awe, like how are you able to do that? Because we're bringing hope, we're bringing life to the situation and we've been chosen and ordained to do it. We're gonna bring forth that fruit and our fruit is gonna remain. And I love this. And whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, I may give it to you. And do we walk around like, wow. I mean, if we really got the revelation of that scripture, we'd be, I see now why the word of God says, pray without ceasing. Because why? Because we ought to be, every time we see something, if it's out of order, if it's something that, you know, is bringing disunity and disharmony to the earth, we ought to be speaking 
things like, you know, father about this summer that our youth, our young people will find positive things to do and that there will be no violence and shootings and killings um, so unnecessarily that there will be no loss of life, that there'll be no drag races on American Legion Highway or, you know, no deaths, casualties, fatalities before uh, the time, you know. So, wow, we'd be praying out loud all the time, right? Because whatever we pray, he says, in my name, I'll give it to you. We want to see peace in our homes and in our communities. We want to see healthy, positive marriages. I think young people have given up on marriage, but marriage is good. Marriage brings people, families together when the, the father and the mom are there in the home with the children and they're co-parenting and, and, and building and nurturing the child together. That's what was intended. But sometimes, you know, when the enemy comes in and brings separation, um, it, it divorce, it affects not just you individually, but it affects the family and also those who are watching and observing your relationship, you know. Um, I want to look at John Joshua, I'm sorry, 15, 19. That if, if you were of the world, the w- world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. So sometimes situations that cause want to cause us to give up are because the people recognize the, the spirit of the Lord the anointing, the gift in you, and and hates hates it. Not always because they hate you, but because they hate God, they hate the Father. And so because you represent the Father, that sometimes it translates over to you and it feels like they're coming against you and they hate you right? But you have to stay steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, not giving up, staying strong, staying committed and healthy-minded, staying faithful, you know? Um, It's great to take a vacation, take a break, but get back on it. (laughs) Don't let the break be 10 years. Get back on it. Romans 8 and 31. What? Shall we then say to these things, if God be for us, who can be against us? So there are things that are happening um, around you, to you, um, on the job, happening in your family. But what can we say to these things, really, um, that are happening, right? What we need to know and realize that God, if God be for us, who can be against us? That God is for you. He's chosen you. Would you choose something and then abandon it or let it go? That's not the nature of God. It's more the nature of man, but not the nature of God. God is faithful. Why would he be faithful to making sure the birds and the animals are fed and that the, the sun 
and the moon um, respond, you know, and the ocean stays below behind the sand. I mean, why would it be faithful with nature and the universe where the meteorites haven't crushed us and, you know, the galaxies haven't collided, but yet he wouldn't be faithful with you or me? No, that's not true. That's sometimes the enemy wanting us to think that God is um, not faithful and schizophrenic or not consistent. But he said he, he will not leave you or forsake you. So in those moments that you feel alone or you feel forsaken, you have to find him. You have to sing a song or read a word because he's close. He's near. Sometimes be still and look within and say, Lord, I, I need you right now. I need to find you. And that still quiet voice, it appears. Hmm. Peace be still. If God be for us, who can be against us? So we keep pressing through. Yeah, you ever had to go get a document or permit and the people at the desk were being very like rude, um, making it feel impossible to get. But then you just, under your breath, begin to pray. Say, Lord, you call me to this. I need this permit or I need this license or I need this you know, um, degree, whatever it is. And you stay faithful and you stay consistent and you stay prayerful, doors will open. We have the power of the tongue. Um, I know a young man who's doing um, a business on the road, you know, transportation. It seems daunting. More mishaps seem to occur than, you know, than good things. Stay faithful. Stay consistent. We speak life into your businesses and into your heart that whatever is broken or whatever challenges arise, that just one by one, the Lord will give you insight on how to overcome them. In Romans 8.32, he said, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things you know so we're we i always say we have what we need when we need it we have to believe it and walk on water <laughs> not physical water but we walking supernaturally on water who is he that condemneth you know who is there to condemn us it is the devil that condemns us. It is man that condemns us, right? Because, you know, Christ died for us, right? He didn't, he, he, he's not condemning us. He died for us so that we would have life. And so Christ that died, yeah, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who's making intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation, the things that you're going through, distress, persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? It says, it is written for thy sake, 
We're killed all the day long. We're going through things all day long sometimes. But we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. But in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And so that brings us right back to the beginning. I'm already loved. I'm not trying to find love. I'm already loved. I, I'm already chosen. I'm not trying to be picked for the team. I'm not trying to be seen and noticed that he notices me. I guess the question would be, for those who are listening, did you say yes, right? Because he's trying to find you. But did you say yes, right? He chose you, but did you say yes? And then we know who we are, right? We're children of the most high God. We're the righteousness of God. We're the head and not the tail. We know who we are. We have been given a task, a destiny, a purpose. We've been given a goal and we're not going to give up, you know? More than we can imagine, he's there. He loves us more than we could ever know. And that is enough. So we're more than conquerors, you know? We, we have, I, I love, um, one of my favorite scriptures is, you know, Luke 4, 18 through 19. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, sent us to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. We, we get to talk about, you know, this is God's time to shine. This is your time to shine. Your, your career, your businesses, you know, but God has a way that he wants us to do it. He has a way that he wants us to, for it to appear. And so um, we, we walk with the spirit of the Lord, knowing that he's anointed us to do the things that we do. He's anointed us, right? To be able to root out sin, to pull down strongholds, to destroy the lies, the self-righteousness and fear and broken hearts that people have. He's given us that anointing to do it, to throw down, to help people see God, to see God properly, to be able to plead the blood of Jesus over their life and to the help them see the future. See your future. It's, it's, it's not already written out sometimes. It's sometimes for an appointed time. But what is the vision, the task that you've been called to, that you can move forward on? Hallelujah. Already chosen to do the job that only you can do. Are you waiting for someone else? Are you trying to pass the buck on to someone else? Or are you ready to say, yes, I'm going to own it? It's like, we got to own that. 
It's like, I got to own the fact that this is what the Lord has tasked me with, right? Wow. Psalm 119, 143 and 144. Trouble and anguish have taken hold of me, yet thy commandments are my delights. The righteousness of thy testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding, Lord, and I shall live. I shall be able to do the task, oh God. Hallelujah. Give me the understanding and the knowledge that I need to do the task. Then I can arise. I can stay risen. Write the vision down. Hallelujah. You know, we look at trouble, trouble, anguish, afflictions, difficulty, you know, um, need. It's all around us. Difficult circumstances and situations all around us. Disturbance, disease, pain different malfunctions. It's all around us. Anguish, you know, he said, trouble and anguish have taken hold of me. Excruciating, distressing pain. (laughs) He said, but your commandments, what the task that you have given to me is a delight. It means more to me than my pain, my troubles, and my anguish. And it is that that helps me press It is that that helps me have a testimony and it helps us to not give up, right? So I pray, God, give us more understanding in the task that you have given us. Remove the the scales, the film, the lack of focus from our eyes that we shall live and run with the tasks that you have given us. Because the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed. He's a refuge in times of trouble. The Bible says that the poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The righteous cry and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. The Lord is your strength. In the time of trouble, he is your hope. He is your strength. He is the one that we run to. He is the one that we take hold of. Hallelujah. Call upon me in the day of trouble, the Lord says, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify thee. Psalms 11 and 8, I mean, Proverbs 11 and 8, the righteous are delivered out of trouble. And the wicked come in its stead. Hallelujah. God wants to heal us. He wants to deliver us out of all of our trouble. He wants us to realize that we are chosen. You've already been chosen. We just have to stop fighting, receive it, and get the instruction from heaven that we can rise up above any circumstance and challenge. You've been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Remember that greatness is on the inside of you, so walk in it. God bless.